Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Wendy Kay. And I'm Misty. And the next few minutes are spiritually yours. And today, uh, as well, before we get started on the show, I just want to remind any newcomers to our Orland.com site that we do specials throughout the month, and we currently have two specials running. The first one is by Misty, who's going to be speaking today, of course, and it is what fall slash spring color, depending on what part of the world you're in, is necessary for you. Second one is what's your positive pumpkin treat, which is by Elaine, and she does energy artwork. What she's doing is a, the, a drawing of a pumpkin which is infused with the energy of a positive treat or event that's going to happen in your life. And if you do want to be notified of any of our specials or site updates, we invite you to visit the Oralin.com homepage and sign up for our newsletter. Now, we can get to today's show. And we're running a series right now on the show which is dealing with fears and how to cope with them. And... We've already done a couple of shows. We've did, our first show was we talked about your fears dealing with your fears if you were raised with a religious belief that might affect the way that you walk this path. We talked about in an, um, uh, being afraid of what you might hear, for example, being afraid that your guide might tell you you're going to die, something like that. That was in the first part one. In part two, we discussed the influence of the media about how they tend to make things a little worse than they might appear or what you might experience. And the last thing we talked about was the fear of getting accurate information, actually being afraid of getting something that's right, which seems like a strange fear, but it does happen. Now today, what we're going to deal with, uh, and I'm going to talk about the three laws. We discussed the three laws in both part one and two, And what that basically means is that when you're walking this path, there are what I call three laws or three of God's promises to you when you're walking this path. The three laws are, number one, you get what you need, not necessarily what you want. Number two, you always have the protection of God. And number three, you never get more than you can handle. So those kind of form a foundation for walking this path. And now we're going to get on to dealing with today's topic, which is the fear of encountering something negative while you're walking this path, while you're developing your abilities, while you're meditating, any time you're doing any kind of energy work, you, I, it is a fear because you think you might encounter something negative. You think you're going to see something horrible, you know, monsters. You think uh, that you're going to hear something or that you're going to feel something, that something bad is going to happen. And how that when you're walking this path, things like that do and can happen because it's actually part of walking the path. It's part of the growth, which we'll talk about in a moment. But the first thing you have to understand is we go back to the laws, that God has given you protection for a reason. And by using the protection, 
you limit the experiences. You make sure that you only have the experiences that you're meant to have. Basically, when you are going to be walking this path, the first thing that everybody needs to really understand and use as protection, which is the easiest, easiest form of protection to use, are prayers, protection prayers. And the protection prayer helps to set you up properly. It doesn't prevent you from having a a negative experience. But it ensures that you get what you need, and whatever you need, whatever you get is part of your path. Prayers are the easiest thing, like I said, they're the easiest thing to use because they can be used anywhere, anytime. They don't have to be said out loud. It can be said in your head. It has the same effect. So you can be out in public somewhere in the middle of a crowd, and you can be saying a prayer without anybody knowing that you're doing it, without bringing attention to yourself. And it will have the same effects as if you were saying it out loud. So you're not limited on where, where or how you can use a protection prayer. Um, Misty, how often do you use prayers for your spiritual work? Or I guess really, I guess it spills over kind of into life. Um, I tend to use it at, usually at least daily. Now, there may be days that I'm not actually working or doing readings, so then I won't. But... On average, it's at least once a day. Using prayers for protection has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with religion. It is not about religion. It is about ensuring that you have the protection of God while you're walking this path, that you have the experiences that you're meant to have, that you limit any kind of negative encounters that you might have. It's all about walking a spiritual path, not about religion. If you have a religion that you follow, continue following it, continue doing what you do for that particular religion because it's not associated with it. Y- your belief in God might be somehow, you know, inter- intertwined, but not, um, it's, it's not a separate, it's a, sorry, your belief, um, your religious beliefs or the things that you do or you follow throughout the religion don't necessarily inter- intermix with this. So, If you're developing, you want to use a protection prayer and perhaps you don't have a religion and don't follow or use prayers at any other time, that's fine. Whenever you're doing this work, you use the protection prayer. It's part of the foundation. Any kind of energy work, you are supposed to be doing a prayer before it. So anytime I do a reading, I'm doing a prayer. Anytime I'm starting to do any connection, any type type of healings, uh, cleansings, whatever I'm doing, there's prayer involved. So it's it's, it's almost like I'm on a constant uh, a constant road of prayer. I don't know how else to say it. Misty, do you find that that happens on some days? Oh yeah, that's that's me all the time. I you know you ask about how often I use a protection prayer. That's the daily thing. Um, otherwise, I'm kind of like you. I'm praying every time I turn around. <laughs> What we're going to talk about, so if you're, if you're not familiar with a protection prayer, if it's something you've never done before, basically what you need to include or how to create your own protection prayer, and it's very simple, you first have your salutation, which is basically how you address God or your belief of a higher power filled with love and light. And there are different names for it. There's a lot of people who use uh, Great Mystery, Lord, uh, Heavenly Father, Uh, the god goddess it depends what your perception 
of God is, is as to what you use. And now all of them are fine. It's the intent behind it that you're, um, you want to connect with that higher power filled with love and light. And then what you want to do is ask for whatever it is that you want within the prayer. And you can ask for whatever you want. There's no limit to what you can ask for because it doesn't mean you're going to get it. God is going to give you what you need, not necessarily what you want, one of his laws. And so ask for whatever you want. And your answer might be, nope, you can't have that. And that's fine. That's the answer. But it doesn't hurt to ask. So once you've set it up and you've asked for whatever it is, uh, then you would say, uh, give a thanks for what is being given. And your close, which typically is, you know, amen. And each prayer that you do, probably will vary in some way depending on your experience. It will depend on what you're doing in that moment. If you're doing a reading, you're going to be asking for specific things that relate to doing a reading. If you're doing a healing, it's going to be related to things around the healing. If you're asking for a cleansing, it's going to have to do with the cleansing. If you're doing a protection, it's going to have to do with the protection. You get the idea. Whatever kind of energy work you're doing, even working with crystals, it's going to then have to do with the crystals. So whatever energy work you're doing, that prayer should relate to what it is that you're doing at that moment. If if you're not sure of a prayer to use or are, are kind of at a loss, you can say um, one of the prayers from the Bible. Well, actually, what we tend to use is a psalm. Um, you could use Psalm 23 which is, that's a favorite of mine, which I find really helps if you are going through any kind of panic or anxiety for some reason, repeating it three or four times tends to uh, settle one down. And I don't know why it does, but it does. That's the Lord is my shepherd one. And then there's one that was Psalm 25, which came to Misty as we were, when we were preparing for the show, that came, that came into your mind, right, Misty? They were, it was said to you. Uh, Yes, it did. I do believe at the time you were trying to remember Psalm 23, and you just mentioned it, and I kept getting 25, so we kind of looked that one up, and it fit. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple that you can have as uh, fallbacks if you don't want to create your own. Misty, what do you put into your prayer? Like, what's a do you have a sample prayer, or what, what kind of things do you include in yours? Well, the one I do most often, and it's usually before I do readings, is I ask God to send down his cleansing white light. And I usually ask that that light go through every person or animal in the house, um, through their bodies and through their auras, through the my home itself, and then the areas surrounding my home. And, you know, ask that it be cleansed of any negativity or any negative entities. Okay. And that that's when you're doing a reading? Yes, as a rule. And then, then, of course, I'll go on with, you know, asking for accurate information and um, that, you know, what I receive, I'm able to interpret accurately, uh, that any energies taken on during readings. Oh, when I left out, I also asked that my psychic tools be cleansed as well. And then, you know, to remove the energies after each reading so that, you know, the, the tools are used fresh for the next one. So you can see by just what what Misty's saying is how you can personalize it for what you desire in in the prayer. And you can have you can ask for as many things as you want. 
if it's going to make you comfortable. And in particular, why this is so important, because we're talking about protection and protection prayers. If you are afraid of seeing something negative, include that in your prayer when you're doing it. Say, you know, dear God, please don't don't let me see anything that's going to frighten me because I'm not ready for it. And or please, God, don't let me uh, feel anything that that's going to frighten me. And they can listen to you and say, okay, that's great. You're not going to get it. But there's also the chance that you're going to see something that you don't really like. Um, and we'll go, uh, Missy, this is here. This is your cue at this por- point. Um, well, I, I said I was going to talk about this later, but it's really fitting in well with this with your example of the uh, Darth Vader thing. So why don't you talk about that now? Yeah, Darth Vader. That's so funny. Um, this was early on, and I was actually doing a meditation, and and at that time I had a very strong fear of connecting with something very negative. And one of the first visions I got was a face that the only way I could describe it would be the Darth Vader character on Star Wars. And the minute that came to me, it scared me to death. And I just, I stopped. It pulled me completely out of the meditation. And I sat there and I started praying, okay, I don't want to connect with anything negative, you know, take it away. And then I went back into the meditation, a little leery. But the very first thing I was shown after that was a wolf, which I've learned uh, wolf is my protector or my symbol of being protected. So that, you know, kind of comforted me to move forward. And then I saw a a cherub, which is a child angel, childlike angel, and, and he was just beautiful. And then I, you know, started getting other symbols. Uh, I think it was a tree. I, I don't remember Anyway, it was it was several what I call puzzle pieces that prompted me to do some research. And later on, it all came together, and I realized that what I was actually seeing was Uriel, who is an archangel. He's known as the fire of God, and I do believe that's why the face that had the I don't I don't think the what I thought was Darth Vader. I think it was actually a face with flames, uh, symbolizing the fire of God. The cherub, I found out uh, Uriel often appeared as a cherub to man. Uh, The tree, uh, they say that Uriel brought down um, the Kabbalah, which is often also called the tree of life. So it did all make sense, but at first it, it frightened me. And then when I went back in and asked not to be frightened, they gave me symbols that were, you know, something that would calm me down, and um, I was no longer afraid. Did you see the same uh, Darth Vader symbol once Once you had figured out who it was? Um, yes, later on I did. I did, and I took it very different that time. But like I said, at first it scared me to death because it didn't, to me it did not appear to be something safe you know it was it was ominous i think that and a lot of people they have i mean i'm no different everybody that i know that kind of started this path i don't think i've ever met anybody who wasn't a bit leery or worried about what they were going to meet or see especially when they hear that oh chances are you are going to encounter something negative and right away this fear sets into them because 
I, I really, I think people automatically think that they're going to see these monsters and horrible things, and, and that's not at all what it's like. And a lot of times I will have people where when I'm doing training, like one-on-one training with people, and I'm walking them through, uh, usually if they have that fear, their guides give them something negative, like they encounter a negative being or a negative entity within what we're doing, because then they see that, first of all, they they know how to handle it. They can deal with it because of of having the foundation. And then they realize it's not as bad as what they thought, that it was a lot worse in terms of what they were thinking it was going to be. The appearance isn't really indicative of what you're connected with as much as the feeling you get along with that, whatever it is that appears. And if it's very negative, then, then yeah, the energy around it's negative. And I learned quickly, you can just say, get away. You you can choose who you're in contact with. Just like in, you know, real, I say real life, but physical life. Um, if you're around somebody that's very negative and you choose not to be, then you can ask that person to leave or, or go away from them. And it's very much the same way in spiritual. Yeah, you definitely, you have, you have that control or choice most of the time. Unless you're dealing with a particular lesson where you're learning to overcome something, it may be a little bit more challenging, but it's still part of the path. And the one thing that you do have to understand is when you're, when you enc- anything that you encounter, your guides are always there with you, always. Even when you can't see them, they are always, always there. They're in the background, they're on another level in energy, but they are there. And if you ever, feel that you need help, then you can say a prayer immediately for help. And you do not ask your guides for help. You ask God for help. God is the uh, the big cheese. He's the head honcho, the guy right at the top. He's the one who delegates who takes care of things. So if you, are in tr- if you feel really scared and you're in your meditation, or if you're doing, uh, you're out somewhere and you're just getting kind of creeped out because of something, don't ask your guides for help. You ask God for help and, and God sends whoever will best deal with your situation to you to help you. Even when I'm, uh, if I'm dealing with a situation, even just when I'm in my home and it has nothing to do with fears, it just has to do with dealing with a situation. I will ask God to send me somebody to talk to about the situation. It might be one of my guides, but it could be somebody totally different uh, or or new to me, but who is experienced with my situation because I'm looking for advice as opposed, and I want the person best qualified for that particular job as opposed to just who I'm familiar with. It would be like, you know, going to a, uh, you know, a car salesman when you need to go to the doctor. You you want the person who's going to be able to help you the best. There are basically three ways of recognizing a, a, a positive entity or a negative entity. The first way, which is the ability to be able to feel the energy of that particular entity. Your guides have a particular feel to their energy, as do actually any entity, has a unique feel to the energy. Just as Misty has a unique feel to her energy, I would have a unique feel to my energy, you would have a unique feel to your energy. 
It's going to be unique and different. Nobody's is the same. So it's kind of like the fingerprint. If you're dealing with somebody in spirit, the first thing you should do is learn how to recognize your guides in particular, if you're going to be dealing with them the most, to recognize them by energy. That is typically something that takes place over time. It's not something that's done right away. It's something that needs to uh, grow within you, and it's it's kind of an ability that develops over time. In fact, when I first started to do that, my guides, I would when I would go in to communicate with them, and I'd say, who am I talking to? And they started to say, or one in particular started to say, feel the energy. I started going, what? <laughs> and they say, feel the energy. I go, feel the energy? You pull the energy, you tell me who you're talking to. And I'm going, oh, geez, right? <laughs> so I had to start to pull the energy and feel the energy of that guide. And then I was able to verify who it was. And each time that a guide would come to me, I'd have to go through the whole that process for each of the different guides. And this went on for about two years, where each, every time a guide came to me, it didn't matter who it was, they wouldn't tell me right away or, or let me know. They made me pull the energy and feel who they were before they confirmed or told me or, or we dealt with that. Because it was part of, this is part of learning who you're dealing with. You have to be able to recognize the energy. And once you learn and recognize that energy, you will always know it. There's been times where my guides have been out of my life for, you know, 10 years that I haven't seen someone. And then one comes back in and I feel the energy. And I've started to cry because I know who it is. But I haven't seen them or or talked to them in like 10 years. And it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe that, you know, they're here again. So that is the one way to deal with it. But if you are new at this, if this is your path and it's a new path for you, chances are you're not going to use that. You're going to uh, use the third method. But the second method is getting to a level of you having your own energy where you do not uh, have negativity come around you at all because you're at such a high level. They can't get there. So you're kind of free from negativity in a way because they won't even bother to be around you. It's not worth their time, and they can't get to you. So that's, But that, again, is a little bit down the road usually for most people in terms of development before that happens. So for the people who are just starting to walk the path and who are new at it, they're going to use blessings in order to get confirmation you're, that you're dealing with a positive entity. What that means is whenever you are speaking to an entity, whether you're meditating whether you're just connecting to somebody without uh, doing a reading, like you could just be sitting around and you have the ability, oh, there's a spirit there, you know, and I hear a lot of people do that. Oh, there's a spirit talking to me. You want to make sure that spirit is positive. And the way you do that is you ask for a blessing. You say, can I have a blessing? And that entity should give you a God bless you or some type of blessing that is appropriate that you accept. If you don't get a blessing, it means they're negative and you want to get rid of them. Uh, we do have the videos online in the YouTube area, our YouTube channel, Orland Center. And I suggest that if this is new to you, that you go into the YouTube area and find the video on protection, uh, on blessings, and learn uh, learn all about them. Go through, there's some exercises in there about, you know, is this a blessing? Would you accept it or not, etc. And go through that and make sure you understand how to know that you know whether or not you're dealing with a positive entity because it doesn't matter what you're seeing. 
that you could have energy is, is uh, what do you call it, can be anything. People can change their energy, uh, but they can't change the feel of it. So if you know their feel of it, you'll know. But what they appear like, if you see some woman in your meditation and she's beautiful and smiling, she can still be negative. And you can see something that's really ugly and horrible looking that kind of like looks like a monster, and it can be positive. So you do not judge what you encounter by what it looks like. You judge it by whether or not it's from the light. And that's by and by asking for that blessing, you can determine if they're okay to talk to. And I say this for anybody who says, oh, I've got people talking to me all the time. Are you checking to see whether or not they're positive or not? Because even if they're earthbound, they, will, they should know whether or not to give you a blessing. And even if they don't know, you can say to them, Give me a God bless you or else I'm not talking to you. And so if they, you can inform them and they can say, and if they're positive, they'll say, oh, well, then, you know, I wasn't aware. God bless you. And then you can talk to them because you know they're from the light and you can go further with it. So that's something to keep in mind to, to like I said, look, um, go to the YouTube channel and watch the videos on it so that you can learn more about it. Because for most people who are just walking this path, just learning how to communicate with spirit, that is going to be the way that you are going to be able to determine who you're talking to. And quite often I will get people who think that they know what they're doing and they say, oh, no, I know who they are. I can just tell. I can just tell. And then once they start practicing and using that method, they'll discover that people who they thought were positive aren't actually positive, that they were negative and they didn't know. So it's something to uh, consider, especially if you have these fears in the first place, you have a tool now to make sure that you are dealing with something positive and get rid, getting rid of it, which is described on the videos, how to get rid of them, um, if you do encounter something that's negative. And, Misty, you had said uh, at one time when we were discussing this, you were talking about the growth aspect of these experiences. I think that's why sometimes we are given negative encounters, um, like I said, it was through those that I learned how to feel the energy. Um, negative energies, as far as the appearance goes, something negative can purposely appear very positive. To, I assume try to fool you, but if you can feel that negativity coming off of them, then you know to send them away or move away from it. And I do believe that the negative experiences are growth experiences for us, and that's why sometimes we have to encounter them. I think that's true, that there are going to be experiences that you have on purpose because you do need to have, you have to know how to handle that type of situation to be able to go further on the path. Your guides are going to limit your experiences if you do not know how to handle yourself. If you don't know how to check on whether or not you are encountering a negative entity, then they're not going to allow you to have certain experiences. And I have seen this before with other people where someone will say, I don't know why I can't go out of body, but they don't use protection and they don't ask, know to ask for blessings or they know and refuse to, to use it. The guides are not going to allow them to go out of body to have that experience because they're going to get in trouble and they're preventing it from happening. So you can sit there and say, well, geez, I don't know why I can't have the experience, but I'm not using the proper foundation in order to ensure I'm doing it safely. So it's all about using the tools that are available, remembering the laws that are in place to make your journey safe and that 
when you have a fear such as that, that you're afraid you're going to see something, there's no way to get around it. You, you have to take it in baby steps maybe and go forward. Trust. Trust that your guides are only going to give you what you need and that you'll be able to handle whatever it is you encounter and that as long as you have the, the background and you know the tools that you can use to deal with the situation, you can handle whatever comes up for you. What do you think, Misty? I agree. Um, in fact, I think maybe I was given a few more negative experiences uh, to help me through that fear because that was a very major fear for me. But now I don't, I don't really have that fear anymore because I know that I don't have to deal with that, that I can send it away, that I can sense it. So, again, it was, it was a growing experience. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I don't have the, that issue anymore, of course. I mean, in fact, it's like if if something was negative around me, I'd be like right, right away I'm up in arms. It's like get lost and I'm just, I'm not putting up with this. And, you know, I'd start right away. I would just, I wouldn't even waste a second of time on it. I would immediately start in with the prayer, protection prayer, calling in, like calling on God to send protectors and to send whoever and get rid of this thing. I'm not interested. It's not welcome. And right away I set it up because I'm not even, I, I don't even want to waste my time with it. Exactly. I guess we'll we'll call it a day for for today. <laughs> and uh thanks so much for listening. And don't forget to follow us or subscribe to us. Uh if you're also interested um as we've said, make sure that you check out the YouTube channel in order to see the the videos on protection. Don't forget that you can join our psychic development group on Facebook links to those and all of uh, everything that we have including our store where you can find the readings and services that we offer are on the orland.com homepage so join us again soon and remember to live in the light lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.